fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. And hello, you sick, twisted freak. Hey, remember when we all thought ah, the president's going to get us all in trouble? He's going to start a global war. Remember? Remember? Donald Trump's so dangerous. He's going to start a war. He, he's going to screw up all of our foreign relations. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't happen. But it seems maybe it was a del- Trump delay bomb. Because we're turning uh, friends into absolute dangerous enemies. Wait until you hear the latest. Yeah, from Saudi Arabia. Oh, you're gonna love it. How oh, you are. Jeremy Siegel is a famously respected economist and professor at UPenn's Wharton Business School. He knows the economy, financial markets probably better than anybody else, including his fellow Wharton alumni. Uh, Siegel spoke about uh, inflation this week, stating that the Fed huh, has made mistakes of, well, I'd say biblical, but he said historic proportions. He said the last two years constitute one of the biggest policy mistakes in 110 years to hear a year history of the Fed. Huh. That's weird. That's weird. Okay, so what do we do about this? Well, we stopped listening to the experts. We stopped listening to... Could you please play, I think it's cut one today, of Biden with the ice cream cone? Our economy is strong as hell. Yeah. The internal Inflation is worldwide. It's worse off everywhere else in the United States. So the problem is the lack of economic growth sound policy right six out of ten americans uh are living paycheck to paycheck now six out of ten hey were you better off not four years ago two years ago were you um he's eating ice cream you can eat cake here's what you need to do find out if the most stable currencies in the world gold and silver are right for you this week, Goldline is throwing in the kitchen sink uh, at the markets with awesome specials. Uh, every Gold Legal Tender Card Bar pack purchased, you're going to receive 50 of the Benjamin Franklin Copper Rounds at no cost. 50 ounces of copper, including with every pack. And this is just for the last batch of these that will ever be minted. So the next series to be released, they will sell out. Goldline, call them today. Protect yourself and your family from financial destruction. Call 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. Okay, so let's let's stop in Saudi Arabia, shall we? Remember when the president went over and said, please pump some more oil? And they said, nah, nah, I mean, we'll pump a couple hundred thousand gallons, you know, for barrels for you. But that's all we can do because you've said you were going to destroy us. And you don't seem to be a friend of the oil industry. Kind of what we do. And then uh, he said, "Okay, well, can you just hold it until after the election? And then they came out and they cut it to uh, 100,000 barrels and said, you know, your president wanted you to uh, to not know that. It was going to go away before the election. We thought you should know that. (gasps) Interfering with the election. Who? Biden or the Saudis? I'm not sure which one you mean. 
So then he said, there's going to be repercussions for that. I'm not going to tell you right now what they are, but Saudi Arabia, they're going to be repercussions. Here's Saudi Arabia's response this weekend. Anybody that challenges the existence of this country and this kingdom, all of us, we are projects of jihad and martyrdom. That's my message to anybody that thinks that he can threaten us. Okay, okay, that's good. That's good. By the way, that's just Prince. Um, so what does he know, right? What does he know? Just some guy off the street, Prince. Maybe he can play the guitar. Maybe he can't. I don't know. Just just a prince of Saudi Arabia throwing yeah. around jihad and yeah. martyrdom. What could we... What could possibly I, I mean, go wrong? Certainly, there's never been any other previous consequences when Saudi Arabia has decided to embrace martyrdom no. or jihad. No, not That's with never, any real effect. No. no. I mean, there's, a, there's a thing in September that happened one time. Yeah, it was once. It was a long, It was a long time ago. Yeah, I don't even remember it. Yeah. Uh, let me give you another story. Utah Senate candidate uh, Owen McMuffler has uh, <laughs> has paid over one point six million dollars to Democratic firms and uses the fundraising platform Act Blue. Weird. Yeah. Now he is. He has said he's, he's not an a, independent. He's though. an independent. Totally, totally independent. independent. Not yeah. a Democrat at all at yeah. this point in his life. Yeah. Yeah. So wait. He's wait. He's. Hmm? You said he paid one point six million dollars to. Well, okay, so he, he gets donations, and to get them, he uses Act Blue. So that is the fundraising tool for the Democratic Democrats. Party. Yeah. Wow. See, you Act can tell he's bipartisan. Blue. <laughs> Act Blue. Blue. Not like sad, right. but like a Democrat. Mm. Act Blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, the campaign also paid uh, $715,000 to break something. That sounds like a conservative mm. movement. Sounds just like Utah, too. When I yeah. think Utah, I think you want to go out there and just break, break something. things. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Break something, a, quote, full-service digital advertising and political consulting firm that specializes in, and I'm quoting, electing Democrats, furthering causes, and creating change, end quote. Mm. So that's who's helping him out on that and then he paid uh 281,000 to uh Precision Strategies, a democratic consulting firm mm. co-founded by Stephanie Cutter, top advisor on the pro Biden outside group Building Back Together. So it's not build back better, it's building back together. So he's doing that. Also, he paid $182,000 to Impact Research, a Democratic research and polling firm that includes President Biden as a client, uh, as, along with other self, uh, uh, several uh, left leaning groups. So he's uh, and he's got more than that. Um, but uh, I, you know, I think that's enough. That's enough for me. I mean, don't you think? There's no help this, me with this, Glenn. Yeah. There's no way the people of Utah are this dumb, are they? I no, mean, I, I don't think so. But here, I mean, I am I'm really concerned about this. So you I, think they may be. I am this going, dumb. Can you get my wife on the phone? I, I, I emailed her this morning and I said, what do we have planned for the weekend? And she said nothing. And so then I texted her and she hasn't texted back. Mm-hmm. But I want to go door knocking for Mike Lee. I can't take it anymore. I can't. I can't. I cannot take it. I just want to sit down with some McMuffler fans and say, what the hell is wrong with you? 
What is wrong with you? Honestly, you don't see this. You don't get that what what they're trying to do is a run away from their disastrous parties. Uh, their principles and their and their packages that they've done run away. They can't run somebody that can actually stand on anything. Then what do they do? Romney, I'm guessing, hoping that maybe there'd be a 50 50 sl- split, you know, 49, 51, something like that. And that way, Romney could have a swing vote go his way. Come on. Mm-hmm. Come on. Swing over our way, uh, which is their way. Just so you know. <laughs> It's not really our way. It's their way. Hey, honey. Sweetheart. Hello. Are you talking to me? You talking to me? I'm talking to you. You, you talking to me? I'm, I'm talking, talking to, you. to you. I'm talking to you. Hey, uh, listen. Uh, yeah. What do you say we? What do you say we live the life of a jet setter, and we we fly some American airline or something, and we just we set off into the sun. <laughs> And we door knock for Mike Lee this weekend. Oh, a dream come true. <laughs> right? Right? You know yeah, anything Mike Lee is ask, just like, action-packed. Was, huh? Yeah, I was hoping. I was waiting for you to ask me for this. Yeah, I know. I know. Hey, That's it's one yeah. of the perks of marrying me that you never thought you'd see. <laughs> you know, you'd be like, man, there's going to be all kinds of twists and turns in this relationship. And here's one of them. Oh yeah. Good twist. <laughs> so do you want will you will you come with me? I want to go. Okay. Okay, wow. I can go or okay, in. the two of us. Are you all well, in? I, well, I you know. Hmm. Maybe, possibly. Mm-hmm. See what I mean? Mm-hmm. The logistics that so it is. Be, you know, oh, yeah, kids. First, but. Rafe the, we'll leave him a gun. He's got the dog. He's fine. Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> All right. Something happens. Here, use the gun or the dog. Whatever. Don't use the gun on the dog. Uh, and then, uh, you know, Cheyenne, she's fine. He's fine. Yeah. She can yeah. whatever. Yeah. I'm most worried about the dog, actually. <laughs> That's what I'm most worried about. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Leave the boy with a gun, the dog, and some dog food. Okay. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. I love you, honey. Okay. I love you. All right. Now I got to call Mike and see if I can go door knocking. Does Mike want you to door knock for him? No, I don't think so. Because everybody you endorse loses. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm not endorsing you. No. You're just door knocking for him. Door knocking for him. I'm just going and saying, I'm not going to do the typical, hey, I'm here to talk to you about Mike Lee. I'm just going to ask you, are you voting for McMuffler? And if they say yes, I'll say, what the hell is wrong with you? And this is probably not the best way to approach this particular issue. I maybe say, I should do maybe I should do a big rally. Who do this you? is not Mike's spe- Mike is nothing. Mike, hi, I'm Mike Lee, and I did not endorse this. There's <laughs> no idea. I honestly want to ask people in Utah who are considering this. You want to come with me? No, I no. might have an extra, you know, ticket. You'll have to go as a woman. It's Tanya. I'm just saying. I can guarantee if look, it's one thing for you to go knock doors. Another thing for me in a dress to knock doors for Mike Lee. I do not think that would be helpful. If I buy the ticket in her name, you just have to fly there. Okay. I just have to be in a public airport in a dress. No big deal. I really do want to ask people of Utah, though, who are considering this. I, I get like you might think. You might believe what McMullen is saying about McMuffler is saying about uh, being an independent. He won't be beholden to anyone. 
But think this about doesn't even make sense. Think about what Glenn just read. Just the incredible amounts of money coming through Democratic oh. power. These pipes that fund Democrats all over the country, millions right. and millions and millions of dollars going back and forth between the. Who do you think this guy is going to be beholden to? Right. When this is over. Do you mm-hmm. think he's going to go to the Republican Party? Do you think he's going to vote for lower taxes? Do you think he's going to do any of the things he's just he's no, acting he's gonna, like he's, he's gonna, going to do when he gets in the he's Senate? Gonna, he's going to end the, the, the partisanship. That's it. I mean, he's and, a CIA agent. And, he knows how to do that. And it's quite clear because we know this already. The guy ran for president in 2016, and he sounded like a completely different human being. Yes. He's moved completely since just 2016, when he was already running as an anti-Trump candidate. He's moved completely from then. He's changed all these viewpoints from back in that at that time. What would possibly make you believe he will not be directly beholden to Chuck Schumer if he were to get this what job? What makes you believe when he says, I won't caucus with the democrats will when of course he will of course he will. he's using all of their infrastructure they're the bi- guy they're- is a he's a he is a spy he's a cia guy that has infiltrated so many minds of republicans that oh no he's not that the guy is a ghost he is a Democrat. They are. He's a Democrat. The Democratic Party is currently attempting to buy him a Senate seat. Yes. If you do not think he is going to do everything he can to pay them back if he gets the seat, you are a moron. This but is no, what not this even, man not is even going that. to do. Not even that, Stu. You, you don't go to their caucus and have them throw off their... Their Democrat candidate mm-hmm. that wanted to run. Yep. And have have him speak. And then the caucus is like, yeah, we're not going to have the Democrat run. We're not going to run. We're picking this guy. Mm-hmm. What? Why do you think they did that? Why do you think the Democrats did this? This man will owe the Democratic Party his life. He will owe them every single vote. He owes them his entire political future. If you put this guy in the Senate, he will be Chuck Schumer. That is who he will be. If you want to elect Chuck Schumer in Utah, then you can do that. That option is currently available to you. You got to come you got to come with me because <laughs> this is the conversation we need to have in people's living rooms uh. that are thinking about McMuffler. If you want to have Chuck Schumer, <laughs> then so be it. You can have him. That option is available to you. But I, my is guess crazy. is, you know, a lot of people think, oh, well, independent. Well, no, And, no, it, oh, well, that, another be reason, honest with yourselves. Another reason yourselves. that they're thinking that is because this story is not in the Salt Lake Tribune. It cannot be found in the Deseret News. Okay, so people who read the papers, they're not hearing any of this. You're watching television. Are you hearing any of this? What they've done in Utah is what they've done to the rest of the country. They've just blocked all the information about the truth and they're spinning and they're buying it. And this is your life rest of the country if this works. This is your life in every election cycle. You're in a red state. 
and you want to have you normally have a Republican, a Democrat, that, that Republican wins by 15 points. Wait until you see some BS independent candidate on the ballot. They're going to try this in every red state if this thing works. It is not just a Utah story. It's not just a Mike Lee story. It's not just a constitutional story. It is the story of what the Democrats will do to try to manipulate the election system and manipulate the parties to try to get people who are not following things all that closely to vote in Democrats in deep red states. This is what they're trying to do. And this is also the beginning of them shedding their Democratic label. That's what's going to happen in the future. They have so destroyed the the word Democrat that they will shed that label and become something new and improved. You know, kind of like Build Back Better becomes the Inflation Reduction Act. Mm. It's the same crap, different label, and America buys it. That's what's happening here. That's what's happening here. I suppose I should probably call mike lee before i suggest to you (laughs) that you want to come knock doors with me or you want to i don't know i have no idea i'm doing something you want to come and help me do something i'll let you know tomorrow what it is you know your car doesn't care whether or not not now is a good time you know because that's Whenever you try to start your car or something goes wrong, don't you say to the car, oh, this is not a good time, right? Doesn't care, I've found. Doesn't doesn't care about the monthly bills, the mortgage, any of that. Your car is kind of a jerk, you know? That's why I don't know if you should be friends with it, but hey, to each his own. Car Shield offers protection plans for around 100 bucks a month. All you have to do is choose the mechanic to do the work and car shield administrators handle the rest. It's still not going to be a good time because you're going to you know, have, have to be in a rental car for a while. And hey, who doesn't love doing that? But it's a lot better than having to do that and pay for all of it. Car Shield, they've had my back when my car breaks down. They can have yours as well. Get coverage like I have. CarShield.com slash back. CarShield.com slash back. Or call 800-391-8888. 800-391-8888. CarShield.com slash back. Save 10%. Do it now. 10 seconds, station ID. Really should have called Mike first. Yeah, just thinking Mike may not want me to come out because of my record. He may want you to go campaign for Evan McMullen. Right. Owen McMuffler? Owen McMuffler. Thank you. Sorry. Yeah. Can't get that right, can you? No, it's a tough one. I have the ones that have the problem with the names. Here you are calling him whatever you're calling him. Yeah, no, that's my fault. His name is Owen McMuffler. Hello. It's, It's an amazing thing that they're trying to do there, and they will try it all across the country. Oh, if this is successful, if this is even close to successful. Yeah, it's so hard. The polling's all over the place in this race. You know, most of the polls have Mike Lee up by a considerable margin. There are a couple of polls that have McMullen up slightly. Uh, It's hard to know where. My guess is the truth is that Mike Lee's still winning this race, but uh, Uh, who knows? uh, It's not the time to be complacent about it. Yeah, I mean, and it is. I mean, there is there should there should be no question on on this. This this should be a blowout nationwide. And of course, there would be no no question if they ran a Democrat with a D next to his name. 
and there would be they're running one with an eye next to his name. And if everybody on the media wasn't shutting out the truth, they were actually telling both sides. Yeah, I don't care if you go ahead, you know, shovel all the lies for the left. Just how about shoveling some of the truth from the right? What do you say we try that? You think they're both lies? Great. Shovel both. Let America decide what is true. That's the only reason they have scared people, done everything they can. Have no fear. Walk through a wall of fire if you have to, but you must vote. Back in a minute. The Glenn Back Program. You imagine what life is going to be like in two years from now? This is only two years. Long ago, I used to spend so much of my day in pain, I could barely function. Couldn't function some of the time. I told you the story. My wife, you heard her. Monster, right? Oh, my God. Always, always. She, quote, unquote, encouraged me to try Relief Factor. <laughs> encouraged. She was like, I'm not listening to you. So I gave it a try because I'm afraid of her. Uh, the three-week three quick start developed just for you. She loves this. Is 1995? It's a dollar a day, like a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them have gone on to order more. That says a ton. It's relieffactor.com. Call 800, the number four relief. 800 for relief. Get the 1995 three week quick start right now. Relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. 1 800, the number four relief. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. This sounds scary. It sounds like a scary movie or something. Does Stu die at the end? Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. Um... Some good news for you. BlackRock, they've been concentrating on ESG, environmental, social, and governance. And um, and they've been investing in that. They're leading the way. Ah, apparently, it's turned pretty risky. And uh, UBS has the world's, the, uh, the world's largest asset manager, BlackRock, has just been downgraded by uh, UBS. And uh, they said, yeah. I, it's too risky. Mm. And uh, so if you have money in BlackRock, you should ask because they're uh, being downgraded because they're too risky with your money. Uh, apparently, this ESG thing not going as well as they hoped. Hmm. Darn it. You hate to hear it. Yeah. So um, the stock of BlackRock has uh, gone from. Uh, seven hundred dollars to five eighty-five. So I'm saddened about that. Just saddened, 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 saddened. Anyway, um, there's three things here. Well, there's four actually. I've already talked about one in in hour number one. We showed you uh, the great ideas that we are currently funding 
from the National Science and Technology Wizard at the uh, White House. They are now doing a five-year study on how we can dim the sun. And don't worry, it just means putting a whole bunch of crap, uh, you know, into the upper stratosphere and uh, it'll block the sun. But nothing bad will happen. Don't worry about it. Farmers, I'll stop your whining. Um, but we're funding that. I think that's a bad idea. Mm. I'm going to just higgledy-piggledy say it out loud. Let's not block the sun. You kind of let the sun come down as it as it normally would. Yeah, with no interference. Yeah, I would. Mm. I would. Wow, I would. Here's another thing uh, that isn't you know is suboptimal. Okay, suboptimal. <laughs> An Australian-led team of researchers placed eight hundred thousand live human and mouse brain cells into a dish then connected them to electrodes electrodes in a simulation of the classic game Pong. The scientists then watched as the mini-mind in the Petriot dish quickly taught itself the game and improved the more it practiced. A clump of cells in a dish mm. did this? Not a person. Not well, a it's, person. A, it's a half, half man, half mouse. Kind of like, you know, Mickey Mouse is walking around down in... It's kind of like that. Not really a mouse. Not really a human. You know what I'm saying? I thought it was just a giant mouse. <laughs> uh, so clothes. I'm thinking that, I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't do this. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe combining mouse and human cells, bad idea. Bad idea. Kind of like human cells and mouse cells and a virus. Mm. Bad idea. Really? Now, yeah. why? Why would that be a bad idea? I don't idea? know. It's just a gut. What if we uh, learned more about the virus to see how we could fight it in case it ever happened to come out? And yeah, like, the it's nearby going community. to again. <laughs> it's going to again. I just don't think uh, we need to be doing this and playing pong. Who paid for that? They come into your office. <laughs> You know, you're Mr. Moneybags, you're Mr. Entrepreneur, you're Mr. I love everybody, I want to fund everything. And they say, we want to put neutrons in a, uh, we want to put brain cells in a dish, uh, you know, human and mice, and uh, see if it can play Pong. I mean, my guess is we paid for it, right? Don't, don't we usually pay for these Well, this things? is in Australia, so okay. they paid for it. We just paid for another similar dumb experiment yeah, yeah. somewhere else. So uh, this, you know... Uh, it is a clump of cells. I mean, is it life? It can play Pong. It's inter- that is an interesting point here. It is. If, if a is. clump of cells can learn to play Pong, yeah. how can you deny mm-hmm. that, it's a, that it's life? Is there any doubt <laughs> in your mind that China um, and people like Fauci would grow human brains in a box and then just experiment on those human brains? Get them to do stuff. Hey, see if we can mow the lawn. Of course they would. Of course they would. They can we stop are. doing this? Can we stop doing this? You know, I I don't think we need brain bots. You know, I, I, I just don't think we need to be no. mixing animals. And let's stop that. It's, let's stop that. The idea of advancing science is positive. We want it to. to are there any limitations to that? I know. Well, like, you know, you think about. The problem with it is, like, for example, developing a nuclear weapon for the United States of America. I would argue, good thing. Glad they did it. 
um, uh, it had some really awful uh, consequences, but it w- they were necessary ones and minimized uh, the loss of human life overall. I'm glad that it occurred. But, of course, as we advance that technology, other actors are able to acquire those advances. And then mm. people that we don't trust have nuclear weapons. We've heard bits and pieces about this relatively recently mm. in the world. Mm. So, yes, advancing science can be good, but and we might have really good intentions for this stuff. I mean, this is Australia, but as you point out, there's a lot of experiments going on all over the world that have really good intentions, but that doesn't mean that necessarily you go ahead with them. It's the Jurassic Park thing, you know? People started thinking about if they could and stopped thinking about whether they should. It'll be the only time Jeff Goldblum is right about anything. Yeah, well, the line was written for him. Oh, okay. Okay, good, (laughs) good, good. All right, all right. Um, So, let me just I had the sun thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have the clump of cells thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, and now I have this story uh, that I love from a subdermal microchip in one's hand to a tiny robot learning to imagine itself and its own purpose to a tiny microprocessor implanted directly into one's brain. The line between man and machine is blurring. So a technological advancement that seemed incomprehensible a generation ago when we read the Bible uh, now appears inevitable. People are implanting chips in their hands and their heads. Well, I'm glad they're specific on those two places. I can't think of another book that talks about that (laughs) in their heads or in their hands. I think we should stop with the cyborg thing. Last one. Last one. Dim the sun. Just to recap. No. No. Brain cells. Mixing them with people and animals. No. Point B on that one. Having it learn how to play Pong in a dish. No. Uh, Is it just Pong or all video games? No, it's pretty much it's pretty much all. Okay. It's pretty much all. So yeah. no no Galaga. Yeah. No Pac-Man. No. No. None of it. Nothing. None of it. Okay. And uh and uh and the biohacking. No. Let's not put chips in our hands or in our our head. Okay? Let's not do that. Last one. The concept of a linguistic fingerprint has been around for a while. Think forensic detective. If you can prove somebody wrote something, you can use it as evidence against them. Some scholars say a linguistic fingerprint doesn't exist. But if it does, then AI could learn your fingerprint and determine whether or not you wrote something. This is what the director of the National Intelligence just assigned her office research and development arm to create. The DNI is the leader of all the intelligence community and a position recommended by the 9-11 Commission. So what could possibly go wrong? The program is called Hiatus, which is a super clever governmental name that I have no idea what it means, (laughs) but... They want to determine someone's linguistic fingerprint, change the linguistic fingerprint of a text, and explain how the technology works in a way that people can understand. 
This is so super good because it means everything you write will be trackable back to you. Everything you write is could only really be written by you. And certainly something couldn't be written by the intelligence community if they know how you write. I'm sure they can't reverse engineer this. Sure, it can tell tell who wrote it, but then they can't take an example of your writing and then just make up stuff that you never wrote. You know what I mean? <laughs> Why worry about that? Hey, Jesus, Psst. you're coming, right? I mean, soon. <laughs> Starting to get a little spooky around here. If the Great Depression taught us anything, it taught us that no one is immune to the dangers of collapsing economy. The post-Depression mindset you always hear about, grandmas who are still saving tinfoil every chance they got. We never opened a present in my childhood with new wrapping paper. Didn't. My grandpa wouldn't buy a new truck unless it was, you know, something that you know, he couldn't he couldn't fix on his own. And then if he bought a truck, he had to be able to fix it. And one of the most important thing was do not take on debt. Now, that's something American financing can help you with. They've been America's home for home loans for over 20 years, and they get the mindset I'm talking about. Whether it's refinancing your mortgage at a better rate, consolidating your debt with a low interest loan or even just helping you. Find ways to um, raise your credit score. That's incredibly important. Take 10 minutes out of your day right now. Don't wait. Do it now. Call American Financing. No obligation. No strings. Just talk to them. American Financing, 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. Go to AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. The Glenn Back Program. Welcome to, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. So could I please play? Do we have the um, video of Joe Biden inappropriately, you know, <laughs> touching a girl's You're gonna shoulder? You're going to have to be much more specific. I know, the latest one. Okay. Here it is. Now, the very important thing I told my daughter and granddaughters, no serious guys in your 30. Okay. Right. No what? No serious guys in your 30. I'll keep that in mind. I'll keep that on mind, creepy man. I love the guy in the background, okay. like, don't film this. Don't film this. You can, you can see one of their aides just like walking in, like, please get away with the camera right oh now. Oh my gosh. This is so weird. It's so weird. So Some of the weird. comments, some of the comments, uh, uh, <laughs> Byron York said, why does he do this? Mm. Uh, Jerry Callahan said, so good have decency and respect back in the White House. Mm. 
<laughs> uh, Representative Sabatini what? said, very late stage Roman Empire. Thomas Massey said, this is un- inappropriate behavior. It's not endearing or charming. It's creepy. Yes. And the fact that he's been using this line for decades while touching girls doesn't make it okay. Thomas Massey is nailing it there. Yeah. That, that's really what it. it's so weird. Like, I can't say, okay, this is definitively he, he's doing. No, but it's, but don't it's you very, feel. Don't you feel a little like you felt with Michael Jackson, where you're kind of like, okay, there's no proof of anything, but this is weird. weird. And of course, obviously, it's hard now not to bring this to the diary, which, yes, uh, you know, which we now know know. they've confirmed as his daughter's diary, diary. And she talks about inappropriate touching from dad. Hello. I, I don't. I know. I, I don't know what to make. I, it's so strange because he did have, if you remember, he had all these incidents where he did this, and during the primary, he was hit on this hard from uh, people on the left who said, "Yeah, by the way, he did this to me too," and I didn't like it. And there was about fifteen different women who came oh, yeah, out yeah, and, yeah. and said, uh, "This made me very uncomfortable. I did mm-hmm. not like it at all." Blah 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 blah. And it wasn't and, that. It was reaching under the skirt and. No, it, it elevated all the way to that. But yeah. it did, it, the, at its lowest level, it was what we just saw in video. Yeah. And after that, he said, look, I'm basically, I'm old. I don't understand. You, it's like the uh, uh, half-frozen caveman lawyer from Saturday Night Live. I don't understand your new concepts. I'm just a caveman. I don't understand your right. laws and your traditions. Right. It was basically that. Where he said, I'm just too old and I don't understand. And yes, I wind up touching women in places they don't like. But you got to understand I'm old. And I'm no, going to stop that now. I don't think now. we would take that. Right, I mean, but he said, I'm going to stop that now because now I understand. Now I understand it's over the line and I'm stopping it. I'm not going to do it anymore. He was very clear about that. And yet here he is doing it again to another young, I mean, I don't know how old she is. She didn't look, didn't look very old. And she looks like she was missing some teeth. So when she was in Portland, that could have been, you know, a bar fight with an eight-year-old. <laughs> I have no idea. We don't know. <laughs> but I mean, under, certainly under 16. I, oh, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's not, uh, that's, yeah, that, she looks 12, eight, I, mean, I was going to say 10, 12, something like that. Maybe. But either way, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I swear you, she looked 12. If she, <laughs> <laughs> if that's your defense, you've lost. No, this is the problem. I mean, anybody under 65, it would be creepy with Biden. Oh, anyone, you know, period. Yes. He it, could be, my grandmother could be there and I'd be like, creepy dude, back off grandma. Yeah. Okay. He's creepy. And I swear to you, at some point, it'll be past our lifetime because the National Archives will hide them for 300 years. But at some point, Americans will go, you know, my great, 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 great grandfather said this. He was creepy. There was going to come a time and something. We need a time capsule where we talk about this only to be opened after the National Archives are opened. It's weird that he does this too with this strange, like, distant look in his eyes. Like, there's this weird, like, disassociated thing that's going on while he's doing Did this. Did you hear my podcast this weekend? I had a podcast this weekend. One of the ladies who, oh yeah, yeah. and she Reed. said, yeah. she said it was creepy because he had this distant look. She said he didn't even see me as human. I was just an object. She said it was a disconnect that was disturbing. And it's on display. He's in the White House, everybody. But the good news is our economy is roaring. (laughs) Strong as hell.
the Glenn Beck Program.